0: Hello and welcome to Joel Johnson's Money Wisdom. I'm John Stillman alongside Joel Johnson, certified financial planner and the CEO of Johnson Brunetti, the official wealth management partner of the Yukon Huskies. You've seen Joel published in Forbes and the Wall Street Journal. He's the host of Better Money every weekend on WFSB Channel 3 on the Saturday and Sunday morning news with Kara Sunlin in Hartford and in Boston. You can find him on WCBV every Saturday at 7 a.m. Hosting Better Money. He's the host of six different books, including The Money Map, Forced to Retire, and The Wealthy Think Differently, which we'll talk more about today. And Joe, it's always a pleasure to have you. I have a question for you as we lead off today. You know, anytime we have a bad week in the market, inevitably you have some people who say, this is it, the crash is coming. You have other people who say, "Well, it's no big deal. We were due for a slight correction." How do we know who's right?
1: Well, you don't know who's right, and and you know if we ha- if we're talking to people or we're listening to people that are real brilliant investors that have you know all kinds of research on their side. I was listening to a gentleman named Howard Marks who runs Oaktree Capital, a big, huge, huge private money management firm and uh, you know he was talking about what he looks for in different market cycles but even admitted that you know from time to time he's early or he's late and he misses a move in the market so uh, I think it's important that people have a plan. I think it's important that you have a financial plan, and regardless of whether the market does great or the market does poorly, that plan is not dependent upon you predicting moves in the market. I think that plan needs to be dependent on you sticking with a certain roadmap that was laid out for you, knowing that the market's going to go up or down, knowing that your income is going to be secure no matter what, uh, having money set aside for contingencies like long-term health care or children or grandchildren that need help. And that'll offset the emotions that rear their ugly head when we're either scared of missing out because the market's taken off, or we're very nervous because the market's going down. I've been in this business for almost 30 years now. And I can tell you, when we see the volatility that we saw a week and a half ago, if I didn't have a long-term strategy for my own money, I would probably be reacting. Because we saw days where the market was down 3% in a day, and then another follow-through day the day afterwards, and then a little bit of a bounce the third day, that Friday there, a little while back. But even then, it didn't recover. And then Monday, the Monday after that, Friday, it even opened up down a little bit. So I think people need to be careful about predicting the future, especially the short-term direction of the market. So again, back to your question, John, you know, the crash is coming. Is that correct? Or we're due for a slight correction, the market's gonna keep moving up. I mean, sooner or later, this market's gonna go down. That doesn't mean that our listeners should be fearful. What it means is they should have a plan anticipating at some point along the line, there's gonna be a downturn. If you have money on the sidelines, maybe that's the time to start slowly buying month after month or so. If you don't have money on the sidelines, just make sure you've got some of your money protected. We don't know who's gonna be right quite frankly, I personally don't care who's going to be right. My job as a financial advisor is to protect the downside in someone's portfolio so that the upside takes care of itself. That's kind of the old Warren Buffett saying he's rumored to have said rule number one is don't lose money and rule number two is don't forget rule number one. And it sounds cliche, but most people would just be better off if they could not take losses, avoid those losses within their investment plan. But again, this all has to be done within the context of a full financial plan.
0: Well, before we jump into the meat of today's show, Joel, I thought uh, we might give away a book or two, if that's okay with you. I'd mentioned The Wealthy Think Differently. That's been your most recent book, and it's been popular with folks recently. Maybe we can give away a couple of copies here, but give us the 15-second explanation of what that book's all about.
1: Well, it fits in perfectly what we were just talking about. Uh, You know, are people obsessed with the short-term moves in the markets or are they thinking like the wealthy where they have a long-term plan or they're outsourcing the management of the money so they can live their lives? And there's so many different ways that the wealthy do think differently. Um, I have a chapter in that book. The crowd is usually wrong. The crowd is usually going in the right direction. It's very hard for many people to fight where everybody's going. you know, Especially some of you are that type of person where you want to know what your friends are doing so that there's sort of a safety in the consensus of what your friends are doing. But many times, if you can find enough friends that are moving in a certain direction, you might find out that's the wrong direction. That's certainly uh, the situation many times with the stock market. So uh, The Wealthy Think Differently, um, I want to give that book out to you, our loyal listeners. Uh, give us a call, 1-800- 705 1232. Again, it's 1 800 705 1232. Get a copy of the book, The Wealthy Think Differently. You'll also get a feel for how I approach money, and you can decide whether that's sort of a right fit for you or whether you just digest some information in the book and you move on your way and take what
0: you can use and leave the rest, as they say. Well, again, if you'd like to get a copy of that book, reach out to us right now. There's no strings attached. Just leave us a message and let us know. like a copy of the book, the number to call is 800-705-1232, 800-705-1232. Again, the book is The Wealthy Think Differently, How to Discover and Challenge Your Financial Philosophy, 800-705-1232, 800-705-1232. Joel, we're going to talk today about the grass being greener, On the other side, you know, sometimes you need to find a new financial advisor. That's just all there is to it. There are other times, though, you might think you need a new advisor, but really, you're just guilty of thinking the grass is greener somewhere else. So let's discuss a couple of different scenarios and whether or not there are legitimate reasons for leaving your advisor. Like, for instance, maybe you say, well, my advisor made a mistake. He even admitted it himself, and it cost me some money. Reason to leave or not? Well... First of all, let's let's be clear. In this business,
1: unfortunately, um, so many firms out there, uh, so many advisors out there, I should say, are so busy polishing themselves up and looking perfect and wearing the perfect suit and working in the perfect office that they wouldn't admit they make, made a mistake. They would sort of dance around it. So I think just the fact that your advisor made a mistake and he admitted it um, and he you know it cost you some money, but he admitted it and he or she tried to do whatever they could to correct it. Um, that level of honesty, I, I think, is terrific because I hate to say it, but unfortunately, you don't see that level of honesty all the time in our business. And I'm not saying the person is dishonest, but they sort of dance around the issue that they made a mistake and maybe they don't bring it up to you. So I, I think if your advisor tells you they made a mistake, um, they admit it and they discuss it with you, I, I think that's a good sign that you've got a good – A quality advisor. Now, obviously, they need to be doing their job in all the areas. And, you know, maybe if they made some kind of a mistake that cost you money, they need to try to make up for that. And I don't mean picking the wrong investment. I mean, making some kind of a mistake as far as the operation of an account or something like that. Well, um, I think it's a it's a big plus that they admitted that.
0: Interesting thoughts. And yeah, I guess that's true. Uh, Admitting it is a big step in the right direction, I would say. All right. How about this? My advisor's business seems to have gotten too big, and now I never even see him or talk to him. I just communicate with one of his associates. Reason to leave or not? I don't think that necessarily in
1: itself is a reason to leave at all. Um, if you think about big, big money management firms, many times there's a face of the firm, but quite frankly, the associate advisors can do a better job for you than the person that's leading that firm. Many times, the if, fir- if the firm has grown and your original advisor is now running a bigger firm, they're making sure that the promises that they made to you are kept, so they're running the investment portfolios behind the scenes, they're making sure that the service staff is getting back to you on a timely basis, I mean, those are big, big jobs that that person is doing, and you might be better off not meeting with that original person meeting with one of the associates that probably is a hundred percent focused on you the client so this can go both ways I mean at the same time if you're getting lousy service if you're not uh, getting a response back then maybe it is time to, you know, I would call that advisor or call that firm and have an honest conversation that you just feel like things are differently give them a chance to correct it. I would be brutally honest with the company. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. At our company, we are brutally honest with our clients. We'll let them know, like I said earlier, you know, if we made a mistake, we'll let them know we're not perfect. Um, If somebody is unhappy with the level of service, we'll talk to them about that. And we want people to call if they're dissatisfied with anything. And I think, you know, any firm that you're working with, if they're, if they have the right culture, they'll be happy that you called and sometimes that associate advisor can do a better job for you than that lead advisor that is now running the firm. I'll give you a perfect example. You know, if somebody calls, if a client I have calls and they want to change a beneficiary, I can promise you that Donna in my office is much better in getting that done right away, finding the right form right away than I would be because I'm concentrating on the relationship with the client and the long-term fulfillment of the promises that we've made to that client, that we're going to be here with them or we're going to service them and so on. So Donna is going to be a lot better at, at um It satisfying that request for the beneficiary change form. So there are different circumstances wrapped up in this question or in this answer, I should say. The bottom line is have that honest conversation with your advisor if their firm has grown and be the judge if you think that they can uh, do a good job for you. Many times a bigger firm is better than a smaller firm, and I mean like a one-person shop. Uh, Many times a a firm that has a lot of staff is better at anticipating your needs and really walking you through the challenges that
0: are inevitably going to come when you're in retirement. And if your advisor's business has grown a lot in the time that you've been working with them, I mean, that's probably a good sign, right? I mean, if their business has gotten bigger, they're probably not an idiot if they're savvy enough to build a business. That's no guarantee that they're doing a great job for you, but it's probably a feather in their cap. Would that be a safe assumption?
1: I think that's a, that's a pretty good assumption.
0: All right, how about this? Again, we're talking about the grass being greener on the other side. Is this a legitimate reason to leave your financial advisor or not? I went to a dinner seminar with a financial advisor and found him to be very entertaining and engaging, much more so than my current advisor.
1: Well, so if the question is should you leave your current advisor just because the person was entertaining and engaging, the answer to that is, I hope it's obvious, is no. Now, if you think that that person that you went to see at the dinner seminar Uh, has a good sense of being an expert in the area of financial advice that you may be in. Maybe you're Just before you're retiring, uh, you're going to that seminar or you've been retired for a couple of years, you're going to that seminar and and you think that they specialize in your type of person, then maybe it's worth it to sit down with them. Uh, Maybe they do have a better handle on things than your current advisor. Maybe they don't, but certainly don't make a decision at a dinner seminar. Um, I think if you like the person, you ought to have an appointment with them, maybe get a second opinion, but certainly don't change your advisor until you investigate further. I mean, again, we offered just a little while ago for you to give us a call and get a copy of my new book, The Wealthy Think Differently. And we talk, a lot of these things we're touching on, we talk about in that book. You know, I talk about, as I mentioned earlier, that the crowd is usually wrong. You want to go in the different direction of the crowd. When you're thinking about investments, we talk about the the uh, way that the wealthy treat time, uh, the way that they don't completely focus on price, they focus on value. It's just it's a lot of great tips, and it's an easy read. So, again, if you want a copy of that book, give me a call at 800-705-1232. One more time, that's 800 705 Three, two, I'll send you a copy of that book, The Wealthy Think Differently, no strings attached. I think you'll enjoy it. You'll get a feel for who we are. Whether we ever see you or talk to you again uh, after you get that book, I think you'll have a nice understanding of what I have seen over the almost 30 years that I've been doing this business, which is that, hey, there is a difference in the way the wealthy think.
0: 800-705-1232 is that number to call, 800 705 3-2. Talking about whether or not these are legitimate reasons to leave your financial advisor or if you're just a victim of thinking the grass is greener on the other side. How about this, Joel? I like my advisor, but I've recently moved to a different state and I'm wondering if I should be working with somebody local instead.
1: This is really a personal decision. Uh, Some people want an advisor they can go in and they can see their face and talk to -to face-to-face across the desk. Others, a video conference is just fine. Others, you know, they might have been working with somebody for a long, long time and it's fine to just do a conference call. Um, Maybe the advisor sends you uh, the review material to review your investments or your financial plan ahead of time and you go through it on the phone. This is totally a personal decision. I would not leave your advisor just because you moved to a different state. Um, I think that You know, there can be an effective relationship one way or the other. I can tell you we have a lot of clients that have moved down to the Carolinas or down to Florida, and we still have a great relationship with them. We talk to them all the time Um, from time to time when somebody uh, begins to age. And maybe they're living with their son or daughter on an, in an in-law apartment or something. That son or daughter might have a different financial advisor just for you know, mom or dad's help. The son or daughter may, might want to move the assets to a local person that they're already working with. So um, just because you move doesn't mean you should switch your advisors. I guess that's what I'm
0: trying to say here. Last point on this discussion, Joel. The market crashed and I lost a ton of money in my portfolio. Should we leave our advisor or not?
1: Well, this is one where... The grass may not be greener, depending on which advisor you go to if you leave your advisor, but I hope it was not a surprise that when the market went down, you lost money in your portfolio. If it was a surprise, then I would suggest you had the wrong investments and that advisor maybe put you in the wrong stuff for lack of a better word, because uh, the bottom line is from time to time, the market's going to go down and hopefully you're expecting when the market goes down, whatever you ended up losing, the advisor educated that to you in the first place. We have a number of accounts that we use where you can't lose money, um, where there's principal protection, whether it's a bank type of product or an insurance type of product, you just cannot lose principles long as the bank or the insurance company stays in business other accounts we have um, we have some of our clients that want very aggressive growth and they have a portfolio commensurate with that but when the market moves against them they are going to uh, have the market move against them in their accounts so it really depends the question i would ask here if the market crashes and you lose a ton of money in your portfolio is did my advisor prepare me for this did they explain that sooner or later this is going to happen if the answer is yes then I don't think you have a beef with your financial
0: advisor. If the answer is no, they didn't explain it to me, then I think you have a problem you might want to look elsewhere. Joel, I think the bottom line is that in a lot of cases, some people maybe just need a second opinion, if nothing else. uh, How can we make that happen? If somebody says, look, I don't know if I'm in bad shape or not, what can you offer to them? Well, we'll give you our money map, our
1: money map retirement review. It is the second opinion. Uh, It's the second opinion you'll appreciate. There's no strings attached. It's basically three things that I think very few people have all three of these components. One is we call it a map because it's a one-page plan. It's a one-page financial plan. We put all your assets, all your liabilities, your future income needs, your present income, your financial concerns on one beautiful page. That's a great point for us having a meeting with you, a point for a discussion. If you are married, you can have that discussion with your spouse because you'll both be on the same page, no pun intended, because you'll have your whole financial life on that one map. We call it the money map again. And so we want to offer that to you. It's got two additional components. It has a retirement income analysis to see if you're going to be okay, if you're going to have enough money, To last for the rest of your life. Many people are worried about running out of income, uh, dying or uh, running out of income before they die. So we want to make sure that you know that you're okay. And if you're not, you take the steps to remedy that deficiency. And then last but not least, a stress test on your portfolio. A lot of what we've been talking about today is having things happen to you and your money that you didn't expect. We want to make sure that you anticipate what could go wrong. And so although we're not sitting around waiting for a market crash, we are cautious investors. We want you to see the downside of your investment strategy and the upside. So get your money map. Again, three things. One page financial plan, your whole entire life on one page, an income analysis to make sure you're not going to run out of money before you die. And last but not least, a stress test on your portfolio. Call us now to set up that time to come in and visit with us. The number is one 800 705 1232 That's one 800 Give us a call. When you come in, you'll get a free copy of one of my books and you'll leave with your own personal
0: customized money map. 800-705-1232. That's 800-705-1232. If you'd like to come in for your own money map retirement review, 800-705-1232. You're listening to Joel Johnson's Money Wisdom. Joel is a certified financial planner and the CEO of Johnson Brunetti, the official wealth management partner of the Yukon Huskies. Joel, let's talk about some major life events that you almost always need to have some financial counseling when you're facing one of these significant events in life. Uh, You can explain why. First of all, a job change. Why might that necessitate some financial advice? well
1: there there 's a major change, right a job change, and this could be uh, that you retire and you no longer have the job that you 've had for many years, or you just switch from one company to another. That is a major change, and a lot of people don 't look at it as a major change or they sort of sweep it under the rug, but that can be a big traumatic event in your life It is a fundamental change, so you should be Assessing when that happens, when a job change happens, step back and assess, am I on track? It's a great time to get a new financial plan, new analysis run. It's a good time to do a new projection. The money that you've already saved, is that going to be enough to last for the rest of your life or do you need to keep contributing? your 401k or your savings program. That 401k that you leave from that previous job or 403b if you work for a not-for-profit or the TSP if you work for the federal government, should you roll that over? Should you roll it over to your new job? Should you roll it over to an IRA? All this needs to be assessed. So the things that you should be thinking about is number one, redo your financial plan if you have a job change. Get it up to date. Number two, should you leave the money behind or should you roll it over into a self-directed account or even to your new employer? That's an individual decision. There's not one thing that's right in every single instance. Uh, what about health care? What are you going to do about health if there's a gap in coverage? Uh, what are you going to do if you have retired again and you're 65 but your spouse isn't? What are they going to do for health care? Are they covered by a present job? So a lot of things to consider here. How do you handle a severance if you're getting a severance or a separation package? It's
0: really time to sit down and redo your entire financial plan when you have a job change. All right. What about after a divorce? What are some of the things you might want to be thinking about from a financial perspective in that situation?
1: Well, this is really a situation where you need to start over again. Obviously, you're probably going to have some assets. Uh, You probably might have a piece of a property, maybe co-ownership in a house that used to be the, the house for the marriage. Maybe you end up with one home and the the spouse that you've divorced ends up with another home? What's going to happen with a pension? We like to get involved before the divorce happens. So many times we'll get a referral from an attorney or we'll get a call from somebody saying, hey, I'm going through a divorce. What are the things that I should be thinking about? That's much better than the call afterwards. But regardless, how is the pension going to be split up? Uh, What are we going to do about Social Security? What are we going to do about any 401k? Some people make the mistake of asking for one account and leaving the other spouse with the other account, and they would have been better off splitting them both down the middle. So uh, regardless, if you're going through a divorce, we can help you. If you've just been divorced, most of the time you want to leave the financial advisor. Again, most of the time, not always, but most people leave the financial advisor that the
0: other spouse has and create a new relationship. Another major life event where you need to be thinking about the financial implications would be receiving an inheritance. Yes, obviously that's a windfall, But there are some things you want to be thinking about if you find yourself in that boat. Right. I mean, things like, do I pay off if I have any debt or if I have a mortgage? Should I pay that off now that I've
1: got this inheritance? Um, Do I want to set money aside for kids and grandkids? Uh, Maybe I want to set up a trust for children or grandchildren or people that I love and put the money into that trust or put life insurance into that trust and slowly put some of the inheritance into that trust to pay the premium. Um, Do I want to uh, set up a trust so my spouse gets income for as long as they live but that that money is now sheltered from the claims of creditors so for instance if if I inherit money and I want to make sure Wendy my wife is taken care of she's three years younger than I am so statistically she'll probably live an extra 10 years maybe I want to put that money for her in a trust so that if she remarries Or if there's some kind of a lawsuit or a creditor judgment or something like that that could come down the pike, that inheritance can never be lost or spent due to a lawsuit or creditors or something like that. So an inheritance, again, like we've said with a lot of these things, it needs to be a fresh start. You start fresh. You pretend like you always had the money. And now this is day one. Let's put together a financial plan with that inheritance in place. Obviously, there's tax
0: issues. There's estate tax issues, health care issues, and so on that need to be dealt with bottom line is that if you don't have any good financial coaching already, anytime you encounter one of these major life events, it's worth getting a review. And there are other events that we don't even have time to get to on today's show, like the death of a spouse, obviously is a major event that necessitates some good financial coaching. Uh, Maybe this doesn't seem major to a lot of people, but becoming an empty nester you know you have some opportunities now probably less money being spent on kids at this stage of your life that could be saved and invested if you're behind and you need to close the gap in your retirement savings so Joel if somebody needs to come in after one of these major events and get an analysis tell us again what that process looks like well again call the number get your customized money map that
1: map will show you where you are today You've told us where you want to go during part of this process of getting your map built. And when we build that map, based on what you've said or where you said you want to go, we'll look at where you are today and the steps you need to take to get there in the most efficient way possible. Most people out there, whether they have a lot of money or they have just enough, they're worried about running out of money in retirement. They're worried that the money they've saved will not be able to support their lifestyle in retirement. The map will help you answer that question. Am I going to be okay? What rate of return do I need on my money to be okay? So, you know, you've worked and worked and worked and saved and invested for retirement. And the question is now what? Get your own money map. It's absolutely free of charge. There's no obligation. And when you leave our office, you'll have a much clearer and certainly a unique picture of where you stand financially. So give us a call 1-800-705-1232 if you have at least $250,000 saved for retirement and you're serious about your money and making sure you're on the right track. Even if it's a second opinion and you feel somewhat loyal to another advisor, leave our office with the map, with the confidence that the map creates. Again, your money map. Call 1-800-705-1232. By the way, you can also text your name to that number. Text your first and last name. We'll get back to you and we'll set up a time to visit with you and give you your personalized Money
0: Map Retirement Plan. 800-705-1232. That's 800-705-1232. As Joel said, you can call or text whichever is easiest for you. 800 705 1232. That's all we have time for on today's program. This is Joel Johnson's Money Wisdom. We'll talk with you next week. Same time, same place. Have a great day. Investment advisory services offered through JB Capital LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance products and services are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents in all appropriate jurisdictions.